Hello and welcome to another episode of the Game of Thrones podcast. Um, hopefully this will be very entertaining as they always are. Um, this week on the podcast, we've got myself, John, the manager of John Snow FC, um, finalist of the Top Guns Cup, still in the running for the league. Um, also, we have Binesh. Binesh, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm uh, Binesh, Great Balls of Fire, uh, number one position at the moment in the league. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also have Ed calling in. Ed, are you still there? I think he might have dropped off. Ed might have dropped off. Oh. Mm. Oh, no worries. That's just me. It's a bit here. like his. It's a bit like his positioning in the league. He might <laughs> drop off the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we were supposed to have Nicholas um, on this podcast, um, possibly. Who's that? So Ed's Ed. back. Yeah. Oh. Lost connection. So. Oh, Ed. We were just um, asking for you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Like, who are you managing? What's your team? So, Ed, I'm manager of Flying Pigs, those wonderful pigs. Okay, because we thought you had dropped off the call like your, your team has dropped off in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I have a problem with dropping off at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Nicholas might be joining us, uh, he's down to join, and James is supposed to host, he's also a no show. So, um, we'll kick off anyway. Um, so, we'll start with the first game of Game Week 32. It was the mighty John Snow FC versus uh, Shams Eggfried Reus. Um, it turned out to be an entertaining game, one that on paper I looked at it and I saw that we had maybe nine or ten players with the double game week uh, versus Shams' little team, and we just it, it just seemed like a game that we would we would roll over and you know, destroy them. And, yeah, we did. When you look at the scoreline, 63 points to 56 from Sham, it, it looks like it was a very convincing win, which it was. But there were times throughout the game where, um, as it went down to the very last game uh, of the game week, we did feel a little bit uh, tense because we were waiting for Spurs to play, waiting for Chelsea to play, where Sham had in Hazard, who got a goal and an assist for him. Um, he also had Aguero on his team that he... Uh, Got some great balls of fire, which I uh, don't know why Binesh is helping out his rivals, but you know, anything to try and stop me. But we, we came through really strong. Uh, Man City played well, Edison picked up 12 points, uh, really strong over the two games. Um, Lacazette got into a goal. Uh, great uh, signing from myself, uh, Bernardo Silva came through uh, with 14 points, secured the win for us. A pretty convincing win. Yeah, I, th- I think, John, you did, you, you did well here. I mean, I, I did know it was going to be a tight game overall, especially with the d- double game weeks overall. But I think with, you know, with Bernardo Silva's performance and Edison's performance, you know, both getting double-digit numbers, I think managed to pull it off. Um, there, was, there was a kind of expectation for me on, on Sham's side to, you know, that he would, he would pull it off with a few of his uh, United players as well. Rashford got the seven, but then... Salah underperformed as well. So, uh, you know, close game. I think it wasn't a far apart overall. But you managed to pull it off, John. That was a good good result for you. Yeah, that win sees me got to uh, third place and Sham down to fifth. So, uh, that's, 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 that's very nice to see in the league. Yeah. After all uh, Sham's talk, um, it's nice to see a little bit of retribution. You're welcome. Yeah, well, so good, good job there, John. Yeah, good win for you. Um, 
Again, yeah, Shams was strong all season. Obviously, he's fallen on the wayside a bit at the moment, so he's fantastic with him. Yeah, well, John. So, so what? So, in in terms of your, did you have a strategy prior to this game? Did you, uh, you know, or did you just think I'll put my best team forward, or do I fly strategize in terms of countering some of Sham's players uh, effectively, or did you just, you know, was there any thought behind some of the? Because I know Bernardo Silva's come through some of the charity donations from from Key Carol Carol, and and same with the Alonso and David Luiz. So I just want to see if there's any more. You know, was that a good factor of it, or uh, so? Just to uh, <laughs> just to <laughs> just to address your, your slander, um, David Luiz has been my player for a very long time. Uh, signing that I made uh, weeks and weeks, uh, months and months ago. Um, Alonso and Bernardo Silva was a genuine trade, and there was no charity involved whatsoever. Kikarol Carol got two uh, great players going in the opposite direction. Um, in terms of what I did strategy-wise, um, there isn't really much uh, countering that I need to do. I've got the best team, so countering his team wasn't something I really needed to do. Uh, the only thing I did do was I brought him to Soko because I knew that he was going to be benefit- benefiting from the double game week. And um, I took out uh, Townsend because uh, he was, wasn't required for this game week. Mm. That's good. That's good. I mean, you, you, I suppose I could count you in for the title race now, right? You, you know, third position, 55 points. Uh, Shams, I, I you're above you, Sham. I, I think you've had an eye on me for a long time, you know. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not pretend. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's good, good, good victory. And it's unfortunate for Sham, but he's going to have to do, he's going to have to get, you know, he might have to do something quite significant now to make sure he keeps, keep, keeps within the pack. I'm not sure there is much he can do. Um, which that's the second time we've beaten now. So since the last time he played, which was 10 game weeks ago, he's been um, losing quite a few uh, matches. Um, myself, I've only lost one game in, in the last 10 weeks. Ah, but he's, got, um, he's been walking around with a blank checkbook at the moment. So just, you know, it's, uh, anything could happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything could happen. He could give you a blank check, John. Let me know what the number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would take a it take a lot to buy my team. Okay, so shall we move on to the second game, which was um, Rick in my rear view, Greg's team versus Binish's Great Balls of Fire, a game that ended uh, with Binish winning by fifty six points to thirty six. So, quite a hefty twenty point margin. How did you do it, Binish? Um, basically, I, I decided to get rid of some of my best players. Was my my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I looked at Greg's team um, overall and I did have some strategy behind it. I thought I could counter some of his players and my reliance upon was on, on my City players as well. So, um, And I thought, well, I should be able to pull this off. And I've got a port in Schlupp from, for Palace as well, knowing the fact that they're playing Huddersfield, they should have a clean sheet. That, that paid dividend as well. Um, an overall, not not an overall high score. I, you know, I think I would have hit the seventies if I kept some of my players, and then also had twenty four, twenty eight points on the bench as well. Um, but again, I think the the key thing was the victory for me. So I, I know playing Greg, he might have got some help at times, um, and it was unfortunate in this case. You know, I managed to pull off a victory. So Greg, although I want you to get off the bottom, sorry, <laughs> but this is this is a title match, though. So. <laughs> I think they're all going to be title matches right now mm. at the end of the season. Can you afford to 
So is there any more charitable donations or, or, or you're only on the receiving side of charitable oh, donations? I know I'm on both sides. I'm on both sides at the moment. So uh, I'm happy to happy to negotiate and deal and wheel as necessary to try and win this league. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all part, it's all part of the game plan, right? <laughs> But um, but on on Greg's side, you know, I think when I saw it, you know, Jesus was unfortunate, but he had De Bruyne on the bench, and if if he if he played, um, that that would have changed things around, maybe possibly in in, in Valerie. But I think it was a, still a big margin overall. But, but a good performance still from Greg, I'd say. Yeah, for me, my thing with Greg was that he doesn't really make much changes to his team. He didn't really try to utilize the double game week. Uh, players didn't make any changes to, to get any strong players. So, and there was there was a lot out there that could have scored him some points this week. Possibly even brought him closer to the 56 that you scored because, like you say, it wasn't that high for hmm. two, two game weeks. So hmm. maybe he, he, he did that to himself. It was self-inflicted. Yeah. I mean, it was a surprise to see De Bruyne on the bench considering, you know, City would play twice. You know, so I, was, I don't know if there's much thought that put forward on that. In the fact that, you know, Chelsea... Chelsea, you know, playing Brighton as one fixture, etc. You could probably take Carter out or Ricardson, but hey, but De Bruyne should have played. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And any thoughts on that, Ed? Yeah, looking at uh, Greg's team, I can see how everyone's feeling. Has been feeling sorry for him with the, all these changes that have come into the team. Um, like I say, just no movement of those players. You know, just those two players coming on off the bench. You know, that could have made him have the win nearly. You know, that would have made it. Was it 20 points we said there was a difference, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's that's 20 points, those two players on the bench. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting running for the last few games, seeing those changes in Greg's team. Um, yeah. Mm. I noticed something that um, Greg was saying that uh, he sees every game like a cup final. Do you also see the same thing, Ed? Uh, well, at the end of the day, You've got to have confidence in yourself. And I take every game as it comes. Not every game's a cup final. It'll come down to the end. And I'll just take it as it comes. <laughs> great words from a, a great team, I guess, Ed. I've got, I've got a belief in my players. Belief <laughs> in my <laughs> <laughs> okay, Winter so... is coming for Greg. No, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he's going to move on to the third game, which was a, a, a very high-scoring game. I think the highest that we've ever seen in our league. It was between Abu's Cronutters and Nicholas's Um That one finished with Abu uh, taking it just by four points. Uh, it was 79 points to Abu and 75 to Nicholas. So this is the second time Nicholas has scored very highly. The second that would have beat any other team. That game week, but he was up against the highest scorer, and it was Abu scoring 79 points a great score. And it was just by a team that I kind of count out every week, but they come back firing very strong every every time I count them out. So Abu's team was great in scoring, Ericsson 20 points that, that's pretty much a, a winning. Once you get a player that scores 20 points, that will kind of do it for you. Ericsson got two assists over the two games and one goal. Uh, Firmino did excellent as well. He picked up eight points. There was Aspilicueta. He did really well on 16 points. Uh, 
he got a goal and uh, a clean sheet over the two weeks. And I can see Vertonghen on seven points. Um, a clean sheet uh, in the game against Crystal Palace. And that was enough, I'd say. Checker in goal, getting eight points to uh, to win the game. Nicholas, on the other hand, um, it's, 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 it's shocking to see how low, how far down he is in the league. But he really does have some quality in his team. He's stuck by Walker um, all, all throughout the season. Um, Son getting that goal at um, Spurs' new stadium, done really well for him. Um, yeah, Nick... What, I don't know where he's going to go from here, but he, he really does have some quality in his team. But unfortunate to lose that game after scoring 75 points. Uh, yeah, John, I, I echo your comments on Nick. That is, I mean, if he played anybody else, he would have won and he had to play the, the top scorer. And this is, I think it's happened several times before where he's scored immensely. I think there's a, a game against Dan, he, he scored very well, but then Dan had the Chelsea team and he pulled off a victory. Uh, and this has happened quite a few times. And you're right, he's got an absolute quality side, 75 points. You know, he had two City players, you know, and that's like 18 points amongst them. It just feels like there's he's going through such an unfortunate patch as, as someone has a some sort of dole that they're tapping into him and saying he's not going to win whatever happens <laughs> and some sort of curse. We should change it to Curse of Weidenweiber is his name at the moment. But I really hope things change for him because he's the second highest point scorer, you know, in the league, you know, 14, 35 points. Um, and he's seventh. Yeah, he's probably scored what nearly two hundred points more than myself, um, and that that's that's a real you know real unfortunate circumstance to be in. And I don't I don't think he's got a few. I mean, looking at what he's coming up next in fixtures wise, he's 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 got Greg next week, so that that should be a win for him considering the quality of his team. Um, and then he's got Dan and Mahir, so he should try and get out of this streak. If he can, it's just I think it's just luck. Luck's played against him. Otherwise, he's got a great side. When you, yeah, when you sorry, when you mentioned uh, a curse button, I didn't know that Mihin had to. Oh, that's that's a that's one one to debate right for the next podcast for sure. <laughs> but again, but yeah, it's just I, I I'm just amazed at how unfortunate he is when he. You know, playing some of the games that he has. Even this week, I actually thought he'd pull it off and, and get a victory, especially with, you know, with the points they'd start off with. Um, Martial and Son, you know, Martial getting nice 10 points, you know, Vardy getting at six. So I thought he, he great start for him. And and the way Abu pulled it off, I think Aspilicueta getting 12 points. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Luck's riding on Abu's side then at the moment, I'm presuming, and Ericsson as well performing. So that's 20, 20 36 points amongst them two. But yeah, what, where, I don't know where Nick's going to go. And he's, he's done the right thing. He's, he's farmed as well. He's, he's put out Anderson onto the farm. He's, he's changed his squad. He's changed some tactics. It's great to see. Um, and yeah, it's just unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Yeah, very sorry, Ed. I cut you off. What were you going to say? I was going to say, these are two fantastic managers. It's no surprise to see them scoring so highly. You know, the teams that all season, they've worked very hard to get in these good teams. And, you know, peaks and troughs, obviously, throughout the season with players' performances. But, yeah, it's no surprise to see them scoring so highly. And it's well done to Abu for sealing that win. You know, Ericsson, obviously, had that 20-point haul, even though it was over two games still. You know, to have 20 points would be fantastic. So that wraps up the third game. Uh, moving on to 
the next game, which was Mihir, Q. Carroll Carroll versus James. The James, the no show podcast host this week, uh, was unfortunate to score 65 points but still lose. Um, Mihir uh, had a great game week over the two matches, uh, scoring 74 points and picking up the win. Um, he had great performances all over the pitch. Um, Giroud got on in the second game and managed to score a goal for him, something that um, Mihir has kept some uh, patience with to hold in his team. Um, Jota continues his great run, got himself a goal over the two games. Um, Laporte, uh, excellent, 18 points. Uh, that consisted of uh, two clean sheets. Anybody in that Man City defence uh, was scoring highly over the two game weeks. And Zaha had um, uh, an ass- uh, two assists in the first game against Huddersfield in that 2-0 win. And that was enough to beat James. Uh, James has been a great scorer over the past uh, I'd say going back a very long time but has been unfortunate and remains in that relegation area uh, he had uh, some great performances as well throughout his team uh, Troy Deeney, a player that he's brought in and showed some good faith in Milivojevic um, has been a great signing for him he's been actually somebody that I actually went for at the same time that James got in he's been great, a great signing and Van Arnold as well but James let himself down with um, leaving Tarkovsky on the bench, who scored him 12 points and could have won in the game. So maybe that's a, another another manager who is rightly in the position that he's in if he's going to leave players that score 12 points on the bench. For him. Yeah, John, uh, I think you're right. Uh, if, I, if on paper, James, I expect, I mean, if I look at that, if James's team, I, I'll probably expect him to be third or fourth in the league. Um, it's, a quite, it's a very good side um, and getting 65 points as well. I mean, a great farming for Van Arnold with 16 points. I mean, I was trying to pick him up as well to try and get the Palace back line, um, knowing that they got Huddersfield, but it's paid, it's paid better off for him, you know, the fact that Van Arnold scored as well. So, um, Tarkovsky on the bench for 12 oh, is unfortunate, you know, that's, uh, otherwise that would have won in the game. And Mahir, I think, farmed well as well. They both farmed well on this round. Because Giroud, that was a good tactically time. I mean, Giroud hasn't even started. I think he started his first game against Brighton. Yeah. Um, overall, and getting, you know, and get, getting points there, that's great. But, and then, you know, some charitable donation on my side with Robertson getting him hate as well. So, he pulled it off overall. So, Mahir's done well tactically. I think Mahir's got good strategy behind him each game. Tactically, he thinks about his opponent. Who, who, who's he got? Who does he need to get? And then some players that will most likely play and pick up the points. So he does well. And it's just unfortunate for James again. I think if his bench was realigned a bit slightly better, he, he could have pipped the, pipped the win here. But but good win for good win for me here. So you say Robertson was a charitable donation? It is, yeah. yeah. I like to make donations as well as receive them so it's just balancing you know the, the law of the equation <laughs> such a nice guy nice guy. <laughs> uh, uh, Ed, any thoughts on this game nothing really to add yeah like good win for me here James you know he's turned it around a lot of score 65 points from where he was earlier in the season so I commend, uh, commend him for that so yeah James done well there I think you must have been glad to see um, him losing that game though I mean, obviously, yeah, from a personal note, it's good to see him lose. But he's still credit where credit's due, I'd say. OK. So we move on to the final game of the week. It was uh, Dan's as Fallen Reserves versus Ed's Flying Pigs. 
high yeah. score, high scoring draw, fifty two points apiece. Um, Ed, how did that come about? Well, I managed to do a, you know, with the double game weeks this week, I brought in a few more players who had those double games, obviously. You know, I tried to a little bit tactful for that. You know, obviously, always Dan was going to be always going to be a hard game for the pigs. So, um, but I think I've got to be happy with a draw at the end of the day. But at one point, I thought maybe I could pull it off. Looking through when we was going through the game week, uh, through the games over the, was it about five days worth of games this uh, this round, was it? Three or five days? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I was on edge, you know, um, for that time. But, I, you know, with my recent running form, I'll be, I'm happy with uh, taking a point against man. Um, well, I say happy, content is probably the better word. Uh, yeah, but the core played well for me. Uh, that Yeah, fantastic. 17 points there for, with Watford. Um, so that was a fantastic call for, you know, and made sure I got that draw, really. Yeah, ten, 10 points again against Man United, which was in that win. In Is it that Ole, Ole's uh, first game's permanent manager, was it? Yep, it was, yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so that, see how that plays out for any Man United fans. It might not go as well as they planned. Um, but you did well with, uh, with MacArthur and Townsend. That was a good choice having the Palace, Palace players... Yeah, they did. Uh, they did well for me that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I hope for a little bit more from them, mm. but you know, with Townsend coming in off my bench with the four points, you know, that 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 made sure I got the draw and got the points. So it was worth definitely worth bringing those in and keeping. <laughs> so for, I think for Dan, the red card, the red card for Young, was a, a draw. Well, it could have been if if he just yeah, that that one. <laughs> One that one point, decision. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would have just won the won in the game there. That's so unfortunate. And you know, considering how looking at his squad now, I think his squad's looking actually pretty good. You know, Hudson Atoy started as well against Brighton, which is a surprise considering he didn't start against Cardiff or play against Cardiff. So, and getting an assist, yeah. a clean sheet, and a bonus as a good, uh, good decision on that that part as well. It's good having him in there, especially after that international break where where he played so well for England. Mm. You know, he kind of left Chelsea with no choice there now, haven't they? So that yeah, definitely, I think a good uh, payoff for them on the squad. And Ozil as well, Ed. He's one of your. F- you had Ozil for a while, right? I didn't for a while. Never played. Are <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get three against you? <laughs> yeah, I love words with him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, again, yeah. As for me, it was. Uh, I was pipping a victory for Dan on this one, you know, looking at looking at looking at it on uh, paper. But um, Ed, Ed, you did well with the draw. You know, you, you held him held him tight, which is good. I think with Young's Young's outcome on a, on the red, uh, pipped a draw. So I think it's good for you that the fact that you've got a draw now. You and James are on par par points. It's up for you to now move yeah. uh, move above him if you can. It's uh... it's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. This was a game I had my one eye on all weekend because um, had Dan lost, I could have moved up to second place. And for much of the weekend, um, Ed was leading in this game and I was rooting Ed on all the way. Uh, Decore scoring very well, 17 points is really good for Ed. But as Vanessa just said, I don't know how Dan's done it, but he's built a very good team here. And it's, you know, it's come mm. from 
all from the farm and great trades with, with other managers. Uh, Babel coming on with 11 points is really good. Uh, Sane, you know, got a great a great goal in that, that second game of, over the double game week. And showing the faith to pick up Hudson Adui. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else went in for him or, you know, but, you know, to score seven points in that game against Brighton just shows if he keeps him in his team for the rest of the season, uh, Dan's team could do pretty well. So, a good draw, a good draw, I'd say. Mm. So, you, so you think Dan's, Dan's still in with a title chance, do you reckon? Mathematically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Sounds okay. like a politician. Sorry, mate, what was that, Ed? Sound like a politician. <laughs> well, well, if he's going against me, I, I don't really think he has much chance, you know, but mathematically he does, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that, that concludes uh, game week 32. Uh, there was a, a lot of movement up the top. But nothing towards the bottom, so the bottom stayed pretty static all the way up until sixth place. But there was a lot of movement in the top five. Um, Dan's moved up to second, I've moved up to third, Abu's gone up to fourth, and Sham's fallen from second down to fifth. Um, wow, that's a Finesh, big fall. Oh, Finish remains uh, top spot, and um, yeah, there's, there's a few games to go yet, and he is four points clear of first. I mean, second, third and fourth place, all on 55 points. Uh, towards the bottom, Greg is quite a way away from Ed on uh, 30 points. Greg is on, uh, Ed is on 37 joint places with James, joint points with James. And then that middle pack, which is uh, Nicholas, Mihir. You know, there's quite a difference in, in between them, actually. Almost it's like nine points between them. So Mihir's kind of been a, a league of his own in the middle there. Sham is very, very close behind the the top four. But uh, yeah, quite a, a fall from grade for Sham. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 a huge drop from second to fifth. Yeah, you know, and and with Mahir closing the gap as well, um, Sham playing Dan next game week. It's be interesting to see if um, if Mahir can close the gap between the two. If Dan gets a victory, Sham could potentially be in a straight where he could fall into sixth from being top a few weeks back and winning two rounds, um, he might need some charitable donations to, you know, keep him into, into that top pack. So let's let's see. <laughs> okay, talk, mm. talking of next week, game week 33, let's do the predictions. So the first mm. game is uh, Sham versus Dan. How do you see that one going, guys? How do you see that one going, guys? Um, uh, looking, again, I think with the fixtures, because next week we've got... There's not as many many teams playing. I think Man City aren't playing, um, Spurs aren't playing. So, but with with Sham's team, uh, I think my majority has got a, nearly nearly a full full squad overall. Um, and looking at Dan, he'll Dan will be farming for players that we will be playing and the favourable fixtures. If I can predict this outcome, but I think Sham's going to pip a victory on this uh, this one. And that's based upon. Yeah, Based upon the man on the Chelsea and the Liverpool fixture, which I think Salah and Van Dijk will pull it off for him. Uh, Ed? Yeah, I think I'll uh, agree with Vanessa on this one. Yeah, I think Sham might put the win. I'll, again, no surprise if Dan pulls something off because he, with the amount of trades and uh, the farming he does, you know, I could, I would never be surprised if he does the win. But uh, I think, yeah, Sham. 
Yeah, I've not really looked at um, who they're going to have playing available for for this next game week. Where there's only uh, I think it's six games that's being played. But um, looking through uh, the waivers, I can see that Sham didn't do much trading on the waivers. Maybe he's got some charitable donations coming through. <laughs> but I think that. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back down to win this one. So I'm gonna go against the lads. Mm. Okay. The next game is Ed versus Mahir. I just see that one going. Ed? I'll, I'll save the discussion for everyone. We all know what the result of this game is going to be. So I, I think we'll go with Mahir for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at the squads. I think uh, Mahir has got. I think Mahir's actually planned for the for this game week quite well, especially with the Leicester, with his Leicester players, Chelsea, etc. So I think unless you're going to knock off some of your, I mean, it's going to be tight. I reckon it's going to be a close score overall, but I think Mahir will pivot Ed. I, I, I don't think it'll be a close score. I think it will be a thrashing, to be honest. Uh, obviously, I hope not, but we can, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. 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 I mean, you've got your pallet. You know, you got you got Higuain, who's you know Chelsea against West Ham, and you got you got Palace players. Um, yeah. Whether you're going to farm out the Watford guys, Knoxville or Wolves, to, Wolves guys, that's all up to you. But and we're sure suspended. That's five out already, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that, yeah. there's got to be some decisions on that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So based upon now, I'd say Mihir. But Ed, you, you know, I think you farm. You could, you could, you could pull it off. Yeah, if I, if I farm well, maybe, maybe. Just never say never. Well, I'm also going to go with Mahir on this one. I think that he's gone very tactical on this one in terms of the lesser players, like you say. And I, I think he'll be able to take this one. Okay, uh, the next game is James versus Abu. Um, I'll probably make a start here, and I'll go with. James, I think James will be able to, to get Abu on this one. Uh, James scores really well. Um, he's made trades looking at the matches ahead, and I just think that James will be able to take this one. Yeah, John, I'll I- I echo the same comments. I think looking at the squads with Spurs not playing, which Abu have heavily relies upon the Spurs players to get the points, Kane, Eriksen, and looking at looking at James's team with, you know, he's got the Palace players, got he's got he's got Chelsea in there as well. Um, and Liverpool, he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull this one off nicely. He's got Milner in as well, so I, I think he's got a, a, more players playing um, and a victory. I think it'll be quite, quite a good victory overall for James on this one. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, yeah, so look at Abu's team, lots of Tottenham players. Unless he's he's gone to offload, which I highly doubt with the strength of those players on a normal day. Yeah, it's just going to go to James. All in agreement there. So on to the next game, which is Nick versus Greg. Um, high scoring Nick. Uh, I think that Nick will be able to get past Greg with no problems on this one. Um, I'm on the flip end. I think Greg could pull this off, considering the fact that Watford um, aren't playing, City aren't playing, and Spurs aren't playing. That that counters six six of his players already uh, for uh, for Nick. Uh, where Greg's got got a few more that I will be playing, so I think I, I reckon Greg could pull this off. I know it's unfortunate 
and I haven't got a doll next to me that I'm just knocking away at it. So <laughs> I think Greg could pull this off. <laughs> so Greg, on Greg, Greg victory. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Nick. I think Nick always scores well, and he always seems to find a way to do most things. So I'm gonna go with Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick brought in some waivers. That's kind of what I think tips it for me. But um, yeah, so that's two in favour for Nick. And Dinesh has come for Greg. Okay, and final match: uh, Binesh versus James. Oh, the big one. <laughs> John, what was the last outcome of our our game? It was a draw, wasn't it? The last time we played. Oh, so sorry. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was, yeah. 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 Uh, do let's let Ed start with his view on this game. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, let's hear it. Ed, take it easy on John. Right. I'm gonna go with Give me, some, give me a couple of seconds. Da, da, da. We can edit this out. Da, da, da. Nice to stay in. <laughs> I think we. I'm going to go with... Oh, my loyalties are with Banesh, but I think John might edge it. Ooh. Sorry. Ed, you said John might edge it. Did I hear that <laughs> right? <laughs> there must be mal- this podcast might be malfunctioning. Let me just dial back in, guys. <laughs> I've got I've got a question. What, what do you mean loyalties? I don't know. <laughs> uh, does charity come into that conversation? <laughs> uh, John, what actually, are your actually, thoughts? Actually, actually, oh. looking yep. at the fixtures, looking at the fixtures. I think I'm about to change my tune here. Oh, because John's got Everton, sorry, Tottenham and Man City players both out. So unless there's changes coming on that front, I think actually Vanessa, you might be in with a more favourable situation. Mm. Actually, no, I take it. No, no. He's no, got the Chelsea ranks. guys. I think. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, John. Yeah. John definitely. Yeah, no. I was John. right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> So John, I think on your side you've got the Chelsea and the, the Arsenal and Liverpool, so you've got Mane. And I think for me, Mane's the guy I'm well, I'm not I don't want to say the word fear, but I think he's gonna be the chap that's gonna do the damage if he does any. But I think he's he's the key man for me at the moment, is uh, is Mane. Um I, I for me, I'd like to say I'd win it, but I reckon it's gonna be either a draw or you're gonna just pip a victory, John, you know. I, for my honest view, if I look at the teams on paper you know, without being biased towards my team, I think a draw or a victory to you will be will be the outcome. Oh, that's, that's, that's unfortunate. I, I'd actually like to have people doubting me on the podcast, but, you know. Yeah. On this, I just... on, this, on this occasion, everybody's going with me. I'm also going to go with myself. Um, I think I've got a better team. Uh, you know, I've, I've made in a few trades, so the, the Tottenham thing won't really... Tottenham and Man City thing shouldn't really hamper me. Um, as, as you mentioned, I've got Mane, who will want to do damage against his old team. So, yeah, mm. in fact, myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good, yeah. I think I've, I've just got Man City heavy. I had, I've had, what, five Man City players all, already. So, I've got Aguero and David Silva still. So, and Gundogan, Zuchenko and Stone. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to get 
as many players playing as a priority first of all on my side. But who knows what could happen, right? You know, anything, anything could happen. Anything could happen, right? Yeah, coming from Shams. Exactly. Absolutely right. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. You know, it's the thing is that I think you've scored well overall points wise the last few game weeks as well, uh, and where I've lacked it, but I've been had a favourable fixture where. You know, I've just pipped a victory, etc. You know, I was a for- I was fortunate to have Greg this time round, but again, your scoring's been much higher. Hence, I think that's where this game will come into is the, the points will matter most. Well, this game week starts tonight at eight o'clock. Southampton versus Liverpool, so we expect to see the charitable donation videos. I mean, trade videos coming in shortly. Um, uh, before we wrap up, um, Pinesh, do you want to give us a wrap up on the? Uh, the greatest cup. Yeah, that so was, that, that, that had the greatest, I am, greatest teams in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so with the top, but yeah, for everyone on the podcast, the final, you know, was taking place. Uh, there was um, some politics around the distribution of cards. Uh, that that may have been resolved. We're not sure yet. The the Top Guns commissioner, who's leading the final, Sham, should be making an announcement shortly who the victory is between John and I. So I did pick up two cards. Well, look, I picked up all the cards. An agreement was made where I'd have the nuke and the X2, which were distributed through QR codes in the building. You know, they were, they were clearly seen and available, but I'm not sure John how John missed them. <laughs> but uh, as yet, I've done the calculations in my head. I know I have got numbers in my head of who the you know who who the champion or the cup champion will be. But I think we'll wait for the, the comms to come out and we're doing a, a formal announcement. Um, on the next podcast, so I think we'd have to sit back and wait for another for another few few days or so before we find out. So, John, hopefully, feeling confident still. Well, I think that uh, we've we've discussed charitable no- donations quite a bit, but uh, I think that that uh, countdown was a, was the huge, was the biggest charitable donation I've ever seen. We tried to just hand you eight cards, which and you. Was- and you were part of it, and you played for him as well. So <laughs> you should have stepped in that room, knowing the fact that it was happening. So anybody... I, I, I actually watched these. I actually watched most of those videos. And John, <laughs> can you provide me with some of your logic? You go to a Top Gun cup, okay, okay, quiz, have... and you you not watch Top Gun. Have have your laughs, get your jokes yes, off. John, those, those videos are going to be coming down for you know. They're illegal trades. Well, they, I'm going to be in contact with you to get these videos taken down. John, I'd say, you know what? Let's do a bet live on the podcast. Okay. The knowing the fact that how you are with your Top Gun knowledge, general knowledge question, the loser out of you and I has to apply for who wants to be a millionaire to go into the show. How about that? That's a... Listen, listen. Let's let's just get the, let's just get the, the Top Guns winner out the way. <laughs> I, I, I would like to applaud you. I'd like to applaud you for making it to the final. You know, only greatness can make it to the final. But um, there is only going to be one winner, and uh, yeah, I scored more points being a better team. But um, you did get the two cards, so mm. uh, you know, we'll see which way it goes. Yep, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll, I'll chase Sham and uh, hopefully get an announcement and then we'll, we'll discuss more about that particular final um, in the next podcast. It's probably worth adding as well. There was a dog fight between James and Abu uh, as well. There was no cards involved that, but we can safely say that Abu took, took the dog fight uh, victory with 79 points to 65. Well done, Abu. 
Yeah, it looks like James crashed and burned. Um. <laughs> okay, any more topics that we want to discuss on the podcast this week before we wrap up? Uh, no, nothing well side. Um, just good luck to everyone for this game week. I know we're nearing the end now. There's not many games left uh, to go, so all the best to everyone. Yeah, good luck to everyone, and yeah, I hope I'm not bottom. Okay, guys, thanks for, for showing up. Thanks for a great conversation, and good luck for the week. Cool. Right. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye-bye. Thank you.